Amanda and I'm Kristen and we and are the, the extra, extra sisters. sisters so sit back relax and let's get creepy welcome to a little end year wrap-up episode every year we kind of reflect on the year behind us and happy new year's eve by the way yes we're going into 2022 god let's hope it's better than 2020 and 2021 I don't have much faith to be perfectly honest I with know, you I same. think you know I think we're in this pandemic for another year or two at least yeah. Probably, I think it'll probably last about three or four years. And, you know, I think that's pretty normal for pandemics, you know, but I think if more people get vaccinated and stuff, then that'll obviously help. But I think we're also, you know, fighting something that we're, that's new, you know, so mm-hmm. it just be like that. But I got to say, I'm real sick of this shit. So agreed. Agreed. It's just so, so weird, you know, and I just, I'd like to do some traveling and, you know, some things like that, but you know, I, I can say we both got through 2021 without catching COVID. So neat. Yay. Yeah. I did catch uh, pregnancy though. So. You did. You are <laughs> pregnant. Yeah. So this will be your last year without child. I know. It was like Connor and I didn't spend Christmas with family or anything. It was just he and I because we were like, this is it for us, for just the two of us for a while. Let's let's spend time together. Yeah, no, I think that was a perfect decision. I Now, your Christmases are going to be so fun, though, like with a kid. Agreed. It's going to be great. It's just going to be so different. Like, Hectic. Yeah, I told him. Like, I've always wanted a baby for so long, and it's like it wasn't until after I was pregnant that I started to, like, mourn the fact that it won't just be he and I anymore. That's a little yeah. sad. Yeah, you definitely, like, you know, I don't know shit about shit, but you definitely <laughs> lose – your lifestyle you know you've had Mm -hmm. the same thing for so long and it's just been the two of you kind of you and Connor against the world you know and Mm -hmm. now it'll be you Connor and your little baby against the world it's gonna be so weird yeah we went to lunch today and I was kind of like I know that you're pregnant and I've seen the photos and you know you're starting to show a little bit but it's still (laughs) kind of like this almost like this dreamlike thing you know that doesn't actually exist like I know it does I've seen (laughs) it but it's just so weird it is to me too like you know they show me this this picture when we go in we went in last month for this ultrasound and it looks like an alien gummy bear so it's like is that even really a thing (laughs) in there it's like I haven't felt any movement I'm not really gaining weight is this even real right now right it doesn't even feel like it to me honestly yeah like it doesn't to me either you know because our relationship hasn't changed at all and you know it's just interesting because and then this isn't I'm not trying to be like you know spooky but like every (laughs) single aspect of your life is going to change your relationship with your husband your relationship with your friends the your house is going to change the way that you do household things is going to change you know like no I hate all of that (laughs) well I mean it's it's it doesn't mean it's going to change for the worse you know right it's just going to be different yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like you have to mourn, like just like you know when you get married. Even though you may live with your significant other, you still have to mourn your single life. Right now, I have to mourn my parentless life. Right now, you have an entirely new life to be responsible for. That's not just yours and Connor's. And right, which is scary. You can't just go about your your day just worrying about yourself and waking up whenever you want and making plans for whatever you want to do yeah right now I'm taking the time to sleep in as much as humanly possible because I know that won't happen anymore yep for for the next forever (laughs) yeah until they're you know teenagers but yeah no but that's exciting you know so it'll definitely be a different year for for us and especially for you but your friendships change too you know everything yeah just new it's hard enough with COVID and different work schedules for you and I to get together. And it's like, like we, we always do this virtual now, so we don't even record together. So it's like, Oh God, am I ever going to see you again? Yeah. I mean, we'll just, it should, there'll just be a little addition. You know? <laughs> exactly. We'll do our end of year movie review and you might hear some babbling in the background. Yeah. And Connor will just have to, you know, 
you watch the kid this night and he watches right. the kid that night and we're all together exactly. this night and it's just like on a rotation schedule it's fine right you know well i hate the whole thing about dad's babysitting tonight like no dad no, is parenting parent. <laughs> yeah exactly so it just you have to take turns to make sure that you both get your social needs met too you know Definitely. so you don't feel like you're drowning yeah so. i was thinking about that because the baby is due in the very end of june beginning of july area and in july we have two hypes coming out one of which is jordan peels and i'm like i'm gonna be like three weeks after having a baby going to see a movie that's gonna be weird well you know maybe it'll now jordan peel doesn't do streaming stuff though Mm, yeah maybe we'll see we'll figure it out you never know so, you know, and that's kind of you know, things we talk about. We talk about kind of the the year behind us and the year ahead. And, you know, the year ahead may have some weird schedule things. And, you yes, know, definitely bear with us. I'm due end of June. And obviously, I'm going to need to take some time off there. So we're going to be the schedule may be a little weird for us. You may hear from us. And, you know, we're talking about something that happened months ago in an episode. That's probably why. Yeah, I mean, we've been always really good about being current, like, week of yeah. stuff. And, but there are a lot of podcasts that do that. You know, they'll release a review weeks later, and that's normal. You that's know. true. There are some that are week of, like we are, and then there are some that review things. Like, I've seen some podcasts that review a movie, you know, half a year later. and just like, whatever, you know. Yeah. So, well, it is what it is, you know, things change right. and people move on with their lives and we're still doing it for now. And if, you know, we'll see what happens. Exactly. You know, nothing's changing as of right now. So like, other than adding a little, little a child, little yeah, <laughs> like a whole new human <laughs> into the mix. So, you know, if you want to place bets on boy or girl, my bet is on girl, but <laughs> yeah, we're taking bets now. So yeah, let us know. What do you like think. a poll on Instagram or something? Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. There you go. So, I'm doing a gender reveal in February. You guys can be involved on Instagram. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Should put it up. See what the see what the people think. <laughs> so the first thing that we haven't shared are kind of something I thought would be fun is we did 31 polls in Halloween for Mm -hmm. Halloween and we haven't really shared the winners of those yet or tallied them up or anything so I thought that might be kind of fun to to go over definitely I'm interested it was really fun to pick each category like we did an alien movie and then we got had you guys vote and stuff like that that was really fun so just going to kind of go over those really quickly. So like every single day of October, we put up a different category and we each picked a movie for this category. So we're just going to talk about the winner of each one, who picked it and why we think it won. And, you know, just be interesting to kind of talk about these movies too, because most of them are movies we've reviewed on here mm-hmm. and got introduced to because of reviewing them. So mm-hmm. yeah, thought that was, that was kind of fun. So the first day in October we did our very first horror movies or like ones that at least we remember making a big impact on us I'm not saying this was like the very first horror movie I ever saw but definitely the one that like when I really really think back it was the first one that like really made an impact on me so for me it was signs and for Kristen it was the omen Mm -hmm. and when I put these up I kind of just said pick one and I didn't really say like pick which one you think is better or which one you like more I just kind of said pick one so I would assume y'all would pick one that you liked more you know and the omen won that one Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So classics. Yeah. Which that one was pretty close actually. So I wish I would have like put like some of them. I did put how close they were when they were really close. Mm -hmm. I didn't make note of how close this one was. That one, I guess didn't really surprise me that much because it is a classic, but also signs is very popular. That's a lot of these surprised me and didn't surprise me based on their popularity. Like I know they're like our Stephen King one. I did a, not so known one versus Amanda did it everyone loves it so it's like a lot of those made total sense to me so yeah I agree with you I'm kind of surprised on signs I figured most people would know of signs yeah like there was one where 
I like our foreign horror one, I'll get there. But like, I am just convicted and I just know I'm right. Like, but I, it's just completely subjective, you know, like mm-hmm. we picked things that were like, we're pretty passionate about. And there were some where like Kristen would pick it and I'd be like, damn, I wanted that one. So we'd go with like a secondary one because we agree on a lot of things. Right. Exactly. So for the second day, we did a universal classic and I picked Wolfman and Kristen picked Frankenstein and Frankenstein was the winner. That also did not surprise me. Mm-hmm. What did surprise me is when I think about universal classics, I'm always still surprised. Now this goes back all the way to year one in season one of how much I liked Wolfman. Mm-hmm. That I still surprises that me. Yeah, I watch but- it every year on how like around Halloween when I'm putting up my Halloween decorations, it's a staple for me. That is one of the best. Like, the only reason I didn't pick Wolfman is because Amanda picked Wolfman. Like, I knew she was going to because she loves it so much. But that's also one of my favorites. Like, he's such a tragic character and it's just so good. Yeah, it was really good. I love Frankenstein, too. I really like Creature from the Black Lagoon a lot. Like, I, I love the Universal mm-hmm. universe. It's, you know, I just, for some reason, Wolfman just, like, really does it for me. Now, the third day we did guilty pleasure films, and (laughs) I think I won this one because of the notoriety. I don't think a lot of people have seen yours, Mm -hmm. or if they had, it's kind of logged away in their brain. Now, I said It Chapter 2, and I won that one, and yours was The Covenant. Now, everyone knows I love It, right? I have the Mm -hmm. fucking, I have a giant Pennywise tattooed (laughs) across my thigh, right? It chapter two, though, if you go back and listen to our horrible quality review of it, sorry, again, (laughs) equipment failure, it'd be like that sometimes. And of course, it was on it like, right, we read 1100 page book just for that to fuck up, right? (laughs) It chapter two was just not very good. Mm -hmm. But I still love watching it. It just get it, especially when you love that world. It just gives you that continuation either way. Exactly. And the covenant, it's just one of those, like, I remember watching it, but I don't really remember much about it. But if it's one of those you keep coming back to, you know. I yeah, yeah, that's actually why I originally brought this idea up to Amanda was because I was following Nightmare on Film Street was doing a similar thing. They weren't doing a poll like this, but they every year they do kind of like we do, where we offer you guys up movies for 31 days. They offer up ideas for movies for 31 days, and one of them was Guilty Pleasures. And I was like, oh my god, I want to put The Covenant up there and see if anybody has ever watched it and will vote for it with me. There because, were some votes. You were yeah, not a standalone, so it was. It's definitely that teenage drama e type horror movie that is just yep. my guilty pleasure. And part of it is because the lead character is so cute. Oh my <laughs> god, he's in the Expanse now, and I love watching that show for him. So the next one, this one was a really, really difficult category. It was foreign films. You won with I Saw the Devil totally justified like that is an incredible film like Mm -hmm. a damn near perfect film Mm -hmm. my pick was tigers are not afraid Mm -hmm. and I feel like more people and I'm not even saying if as many people saw tigers are not afraid as they saw I saw the devil I'm not even convinced who would win here but I really implore y'all to see tigers not afraid because I just don't think a lot of people have seen it absolutely I totally agree I feel like I saw the devil pops up on a lot of best horror lists so a lot of people have probably seen it but tigers are not afraid really deserves to be on a lot more lists it is an Mm -hmm. amazing film and it's damn near perfect on Rotten Tomatoes too and Mm -hmm. That doesn't give a lot of, you know, we don't put all of our stock, obviously, into Rotten Tomatoes, but when you see a film that's got like a 99% or mm-hmm. a, a 98, and which I think it's around a 97 or 98, there's something special there. Right. right? And it's a female director, so girl power. A female Mexican director. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our fifth day was 70s flick, and I got this one with the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which doesn't really surprise me, but Kristen's pick was Black Christmas, which... I you're gonna love this I was making Christmas cookies and watching Black Christmas recently yeah so we you had me watch Black Christmas before we even started this podcast just because it was around I think it was around Christmas time right I think so it's probably that weird like November time frame but yeah because I remember it was when I lived in that apartment that was literally right down the street from you yeah and and I was like we have to Yeah, and I watch that every year because I think it is so good. And 
I also think that's one where if you're really, really into horror, like mm-hmm. like we are, like into horror, right? you've seen it. But if you're a casual horror fan, you may not have. Right. But you've probably seen or at least know about Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Also very good. Yes. Amazing. Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Oh, yeah. my God. So sixth day, we did Alien Films. And I feel like... The winner here is you also agree, but you also liked the one you picked. So I won this one with the fourth kind Mm -hmm. and you picked attack the block and the very different films here. Mm -hmm. And the fourth kind was genuinely terrifying. The first time I saw it. Absolutely. Agreed. And that was actually one of the first films we reviewed together too. Yeah. That's one of those like late at night when you don't want to be thinking about horror thoughts. You just want to sleep. It pops into your mind about, you know, owls looking like aliens and then you just can't sleep. <laughs> like I still oh, do God that. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I found, I was in a record store recently and I found the vinyl for Attack the Block, the soundtrack on vinyl. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I was like, of all things. Now, Seven was horror comedy. And you picked Extraordinary, mm-hmm. and I picked The Dead Don't Die because <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> obviously, I picked The Dead Don't Die. And if you don't know by now, where have you been? Right. But the Dead Don't Die won that one. Apparently, I haven't seen Extraordinary yet, but it is like bringing back so much deja vu <laughs> for me. So we're going to spoiler alert. That's coming. Yes, in 2022, I cannot wait to show Amanda and all y'all Extraordinary. All y'all. So good. I love that you just said all y'all. All y'all. I get my, my Texas all y'all from Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Which translates to all you all. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Yep. So I really struggled with this next one. This one was sequel, and I feel like you didn't struggle with that one at all. That was probably another one where I just had it ready to go. But this is great for me, too, because this was a few months ago. So I don't even remember yeah. what my answers were to some of these. So yeah. Great. You picked Damien Omen 2. Oh, absolutely. Because which, the Omen 2 is like one of my favorite films. Yeah. And that lost to The Conjuring 2, which when Fair. I, yeah, which when I actually was like, oh, yeah, Conjuring 2. That's actually mm-hmm. one of my favorite sequels because uh, I actually really have a hard time picking and choosing between The Conjuring films. Those two, because yeah, not the they're third one. so good. Yeah. And so that doesn't surprise me because I also feel like a lot of people did not see the follow-up to The Omen. Agreed. I think that's another one where just because I'm so inundated with horror, I have a different response to that. But definitely give The Omen 2 a try, you guys. So good. Now, this next one, Kristen and I had the same original pick for the (laughs) found footage film. And my second pick actually won by four votes only and there were over there were between usually 60 and 150 votes per oh wow i didn't realize so there were that many there were that many yeah that's awesome thank you guys for voting yeah so when i say four votes this one was very close this is a found footage and paranormal activity beat hell house llc we both actually like hell house llc would have also been my pick but we needed to come up with a second one right so i chose mm-hmm. paranormal activity so i wouldn't actually really give either one of us a win on that one because i also think hell house is better than paranormal activity oh my god so good it so but i also love paranormal activity so you know <laughs> i i do too and it was really a pioneer you know mm-hmm, exactly. so but hell house llc after such a drought in really good found footage films and mm-hmm. then seeing that one so good absolutely i watch it now every halloween that's so good yeah me too so then we move on to 80s films we have the shining and we have poltergeist this one was also very very close the shining did end up winning this one this one was by like like two or three votes oh my goodness this one was very close and i think i think what I think I don't know. I feel like people have seen both The Shining and Poltergeist, so I think that's just a. Pro- These are different genres of horror, mm-hmm, so absolutely. I think it just depends on like where you fall on the horror spectrum. 
of which exactly. you prefer. If you're more a psychological person or more of a ghosty person. And that definitely is me and Kristen right there. <laughs> it literally is. Amanda loves psychological horror. And I'm yep. not saying I don't love it, but I am so into ghosts. So yep. creep me and, out. Yep. Now, number 11 is our scariest films. And I... I don't think anyone is surprised that, no offense, Kristen, that you lost this one. No, not at all. The Exorcist won because I think most of us as young children were traumatized by The Exorcist. And your scariest is The Grudge. And I think Mm -hmm. by the time we got to The Grudge, we were traumatized, but we had already been traumatized by The Exorcist. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Like The (laughs) Grudge for me is a very specific scare. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that my mother is such a good storyteller. So it's like before I even went to the theater to see the movie, she basically told me scene by scene what happened. So I'm listening to her telling me this imaginative story and creating more in my head. And then it was terrifying. Mm -hmm. Now this next one. Winner by one single vote was zombies. Night of the Living Dead beat Dawn of the Dead by one single vote. And by the way, we each also voted in these polls. Yes, I'm so, doing that. So we could just say that I won this one for myself. <laughs> so, which is so interesting because they're both the, and by the way, these were both the originals. We both chose the mm-hmm. Romero films here. So, love that. So, this all, and so the third, we're into the 13th now and this next one we tied okay this was director and we also both immediately came out with the same director (laughs) like Guillermo del Toro yes we both chose del Toro but the follow-up was Jordan Peele and they tied so very interesting me I honestly thought del Toro would be out just because how how much he's known now whereas del Toro doesn't do as much stuff it takes a while for him to come out with stuff yeah, I think just Del Toro's name has been around for so long it's and true. people have so much respect behind it. But then Jordan Peele came out fucking swinging. Right, exactly. Right? 90s film, Silence of the Lambs beat Urban Legend. Mm-hmm. No Which offense. totally, no. Like, everyone knows Silence of the Lambs. It's an amazing film. I just, Urban Legend is probably almost one of my guilty pleasure ones. As yep. Well. And... I was also going to say that's another, that could have been also your guilty mm-hmm. pleasure one. The 15th, Teen Flick, Prom Night 08, and Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps won that one. That is mm-hmm. one of my films that I watched. I I always say I'm not a huge fan of werewolf movies. And then I have like several of them on my favorite <laughs> films list. And I'm like, okay, I just Maybe need to ex- accept the fact that I like werewolf movies and move on with my life, you know? <laughs> So 16th, 30 Days of Night, which was Kristen's pick, beat out my pick of Let the Right One In. And what was this one? This was Vampire Movies. Vampires? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 30 Days of Night is so good, but so is Let the Right One In. Yeah. I And it's another one of those, like I, that slow burn of like kind of mm-hmm. psychological. I just, oh, I live for that shit. <laughs> and Let the Right One In, I think, is just such a beautiful movie. But 30 Days of Night, this was the, I watched this for the first time mm-hmm. when we reviewed it. And it was also very good, very intense, a lot of anxiety with that, with that film. So really good. So the 17th, we did Creature Feature. Kristen won this one with The Descent and beat out The Blob, which is fair. Yeah, it's an older film. Not a lot of people have seen, but I love The Blob. Oh my gosh. It's so, (laughs) I also watched that one around Halloween. Yes, I love them. So good. So 18th, we did Witch. And I'm actually very surprised by this one because you picked Fear Street 1666, which lost to The Witch. And I kind of thought that Fear Street was going to take The Witch from Witches. I agree, especially because it was so new. But honestly, I'm happy it didn't. I'm glad you guys are watching other horror than just what's on Netflix. But also, watch the Fear Street trilogy. It's so fucking good. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So 19, I don't think anybody's really seen the one you picked. So I'm going to yeah, give you some flack on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so you picked for your slasher behind the mask, which was actually mm-hmm. over on our Patreon. Someone picked that as their Patreon pick. And 
that one's kind of also like a cult following film Mm -hmm. that not a lot of people have seen, but really came out of left field for us when we reviewed that one. Yeah, I definitely, I'm pretty sure I probably lost a lot of these because I picked films that not a lot of people have heard about, but I also looked at it as a way of like showing you guys other movies. Like maybe you'd go, oh my Mm -hmm. God, that maybe that's interesting. So I hope some people watch like behind the mask and stuff because they're really worth it. Yeah, definitely. So that lost to Sleepaway Camp, which I want to talk about Sleepaway Camp real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to like I I was like weird movies we watched this year. Sleepaway Camp and Tusk. Like we got to. Did we do Sleepaway Camp on Patreon? Yes, we did. Okay. So y'all didn't get to hear our review of Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> Boy, I don't know why I am obsessed with Sleepaway Camp. I told like, you it just sticks in your brain. <laughs> I literally, I don't know what it, I guess it's that in scene or something. I just thought, I don't even know if I would say it was so good. It was so compelling. Like I watched it in the bath one night and I just kind of sat there. And when that end scene came on, it was horrifying. Like I was beside myself, creeped out, just couldn't even hardly look at the screen. And I was like, what the fuck? I (laughs) absolutely thought it was such a blast. So that one is a new, like gonna, can I watch it? again I don't know do I want to (laughs) yes absolutely yeah that was one of those I had watched randomly by myself the year prior and I was like nope Amanda I have to review this with Amanda I have to yeah Uh uh-huh yeah exactly so the 20th I have conflicted feelings about this one let's talk about this for a second (laughs) okay okay this one is Stephen King and nobody's surprised that I picked it and it won and it beat Carrie but let's talk about that for a second Mm mm-hmm I have very strong feelings about Carrie as well. Mm -hmm. And it was actually really hard for me to put it up against Carrie because I don't really put, I don't like to put things against Carrie. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Like I kind of put it in a category. It's really hard for me to put Stephen King things against Stephen King things because I kind of keep them in their own little categories. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I I mean? Yeah. And I think Carrie is brilliant in a way that it is not if that makes sense agreed I think that that unfortunately was one where more people have seen it but even like Carrie is a diehard horror classic and is amazing and if you haven't seen it with Sissy Spacek please 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 go see it or even like I think a lot of people have seen it and it's just like it has that like just I think a lot of people are so enamored with like Pennywise whether it be mm, Tim, Tim Curry or Bill Skarsgård because I didn't mm-hmm. I don't think I specified like what year mm-hmm. but I did put a picture of Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise because he's my Pennywise like I love Tim Curry but the TV series just didn't hit as hard for me mm-hmm. obviously so you know I think they're just two different experiences and so just kind of depending on what experience you're going for because Carrie is disturbing and for mm-hmm. me it is fun you know yeah it, it's I can absolutely see that yeah so I guess it just depends on like which one you you're wanting to go for but I've you know I read both the books and I like them both but if I was going to pick one to read I would pick for very different reasons on what mm-hmm. I was going for if I wanted my heart broken into a million pieces and I really wanted to deep dive into something really deep and tragic I would go for Carrie mm-hmm. you know not that it doesn't have those elements because it definitely does but it's very different so you know, I, I, I don't know. I just, that was hard to, to put against Carrie. Yeah, it was hard for me either way because I'm actually, if you guys have listened to me ever at all, you know, I'm not a big Stephen King fan. So when we had that category, I was almost like, what the hell am I even going to pick? And then I was like, I loved the book Carrie. Yeah. And I love that there are times when I just want a 70s horror movie. It's usually Carrie that I throw on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have some horror movie posters that I want and to get in those big movie frames for my downstairs theater. And I actually have Carrie on that list, mm-hmm. but I don't just want a poster i want the theatrical poster with the producers and the you know what a, you know like a movie theater poster mm-hmm. and that's one of the ones that i want is yeah. carrie so the next one was a 2000s film and i picked silent hill and you picked lake mungo and silent hill won this one mm-hmm. now absolutely that's another one i think that a lot of people haven't seen is lake mungo mm-hmm. i have seen some more people talking about that one recently though and so it is starting to gain a little bit of traction in the horror community. I think Chris Stuckman really started that. 
Mm-hmm. You know, no, I'm not saying people didn't talk about it before Chris Stuckman, but he was one of the larger creators that brought it up. And now more people are starting to talk about it a little bit more. So, and that film came out in 2008, I believe. And if you haven't seen Lake Mungo, I would definitely recommend it. It's very interesting. I would, I need to watch it again because I've kind of started forgetting some things about it. But it was, we watched it together and... Very it interesting. Was so creepy to watch yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> down was. in my basement. Like mm. we work each other up too. Yeah. yeah, which is super fun. <laughs> yeah. Now this next one was ghosts. And I'm like, I'm okay with losing this one, but also both of these movies kind of broke my heart. So I put up the orphanage and Kristen put up the others, and the others was the winner. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people have probably seen the orphanage as much as the others. Either way, they're both devastating films. And true facts. <laughs> and they both touch on very similar themes. Mm-hmm. And The Others was actually the one we really started talking. We had a really deep conversation about religion and hell mm-hmm. house and all sorts of stuff. That was a really good episode. It really so, was. Y'all should go back and listen to that. Now, 23, the 23rd, we did a possession film. And this is one of the most terrifying films I've ever seen to date. I put up Emily Rose. Mm-hmm. Kristen put up The Conjuring 2. And mm-hmm. The Conjuring 2 was the winner of that one. Both really good films. Mm-hmm. The next one's a tie. And which is really interesting because these are also two of our favorite films that went up against each other. <laughs> I put up Hereditary and Kristen put up Cabin in the Woods and they tied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got good taste. Good taste. Good taste. So... Creepy Kids is the next one on the 25th. This one was really, really, really difficult for me to think of one. Mm-hmm. And it won by one vote. You put up Children of the Corn and I put up The Sixth Sense. Skated by by one vote there. Yeah, makes sense. The 26th, Psychological. So I put up Us and you put up Midsummer. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We had another tie. <laughs> That's great. So we did an anthology on the 27th. Kristen put up Creep Show, which won, and I put up Twilight Zone. On the 28th, we did Badass Women. Kristen put up Ripley, which won, and I put up Grace from Ready or Not. And if you don't think she's a badass she's woman, she's still a badass. Yeah. You need to rewatch that movie because yeah. I have recently watched that movie, and that is one of my. I always forget how much I love that movie. It is. That was one of those out of left field movies from 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We weren't, we weren't even, even going to see it. <laughs> yeah. We asked you guys if you wanted us to see it, and you were like, yeah, go. And we're like, fine, we'll go. And then we loved it. Yeah. Super, super good. So 29th, we did films that we thought are think are overrated and i put up the ring and you put up the lighthouse and i won because people <laughs> love pretentious movies Kristen. Yep, i know i know <laughs> i knew i was gonna hear from hear uh from people about hating the lighthouse yeah i don't hate the lighthouse i just think it's overrated gore fest you put up raw and i put up willie's wonderland and willie's wonderland won that one <laughs> raw was a good Puppet one though too. oh my god i fucking that is another one of my guilty pleasure movies i loved it so good and then the last one halloween vibes you put up trick-or-treat and i put up monster house and trick-or-treat one by quite a bit makes sense but also monster house is so good monster house is really really good so those were our poll results that was a lot of fun and i think next year so like tomorrow you know some (laughs) not tomorrow but sometime in 2022 we're going to do something similar but we're going to do bracket contests with films so we just need some time to organize those and pick our movies and see what we want to do there so yeah though that was a lot of fun though and we got to see kind of what you guys prefer and some some of them were a little surprising it was really cool to to have the voting and i'm really happy that we got so many votes that's awesome i thought it was gonna be like four people no it was actually people engage really well with like stories and polls because they're a lot of fun and you know people people that i know personally were were asking me like where's the poll and i'd be like fuck i forgot and then i'd be texting (laughs) Kristen like shit i forgot about the poll you know awesome i love that yeah it was a lot of fun so we'll do some bracketing type things this year and some more fun stuff like that on instagram because you know to be perfectly honest like just how much we post it's usually just like we posted an episode you know and sometimes Mm -hmm. that gets a little fatiguing so gonna add some more fun stuff to the gram but I you know thinking about the hype episodes this year sometimes I 
forget. You know, one of my favorite ones recently, I can't stop thinking about Nightmare Alley. And I know that's not even horror, Mm -hmm. but it's just been on the brain recently. (laughs) I bet. Like, it is such a good movie. Del Toro, amazing. Did you have any movies that really stood out to you this year? So I set aside a few hypes, actually, that I had totally forgotten. Like, we do so much stuff that you go back through the year and you're like, oh, my God, we did do that this year. Mm -hmm. And like our very first hype this year was The Reckoning. And that was so good. It was by the director that did The Descent. And you guys know how much I love that movie. Mm -hmm. And it was about a woman who is accused of witchcraft. And it's you know, it's her story of basically going through the trials of witchcraft and she eventually gets out, which is awesome. But it was just so fucking good. We had A Quiet Place 2, which I almost thought was better than the first the one. first one, yeah. Personally, we had the whole Fear Street trilogy, which I grew up on Fear Street books. So I was so excited. And when they actually came out and they were good. Oh my God, they were so good. And it's like you'd watch one and you'd be like, I don't even want to move on to the next one. And then the next one was just as good. And they were so amazing. Yeah. And we had Old from M. Night Shyamalan this year, which we haven't seen anything from him in quite a while. That I thought was amazing. At least an amazing premise to think of. To like, you want these pharmaceutical companies to come up with a cure for cancer. It's like, well, how do you think they might do that? Well, here is an idea of, you know, an island that makes you age quickly and they can treat these diseases a very short amount of time. Yeah, absolutely. So some ones that stuck out to me, St. Maud. Mm-hmm. I really liked St. Maud. I thought that was very interesting. I saw that at Entertainment recently when I was just kind of browsing Blu-rays and I almost bought it. Mm-hmm. I also really liked The Power Mm-hmm. The power yeah, was really good. Was really interesting. And so that was a lot of fun. And I also had a lot of fun with our Horror Around the Globe series this year. That was, there There was some interesting stuff about, like, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. I had wanted to watch that one for a really long time, and I finally got to, to do that one. The new Saw movie, we finally got to see that one. Yeah, that which, was, eh, it was fine. Yeah. Candyman this year yes oh my god god we got Candyman this year we also got antlers from kind of del toro he didn't direct it but he produced produced it it, yeah also great and i personally liked we did a film that i had never really heard of except on bloody disgusting and it was called come true where she's like asleep but not i don't know it was very weird but also very interesting i kind of liked that one I really, there was a foreign film we did called Satan's Slaves. I thought that one Mm -hmm. was really, really good as well. I really enjoyed that one. There was another one from Iran that I'm having trouble remembering. Under the Shadow? Under the Shadow, yes. That one is on a lot of lists. Like, I was looking for, like, scariest movies to watch, and Under the Shadow kept coming up. And I was like, I think that's a foreign film that we watched. And then I clicked on it and I was like, oh, yep, that's that's one from Iran. And that one was really, really well done. And so mm-hmm. we did get to watch some unfortunate things this year, too, that were just like plain out gross, like trauma. That one was, icky, yeah. you know, but yeah. that happens like at least two or three times a year where it's just like, you know. Yeah, but there were a couple other foreign ones. Like we got to do one zombie one this year from Belgium. It's called Yummy and you know it's just a zombie one but it was pretty fun I liked that and oh my god it's very it's a very weird type of film it's hard to really talk about but it was gorgeous I remember you from Iceland Mm, yes so pretty yeah it was really pretty like it took us forever to record it but when we finally did (laughs) (laughs) it was a lot of fun yeah and then there you know of course those movies that we just do on the regular schedule that we finally get to watch like I watched like I'd never I would have never watched Nightmare on Elm Street 2 for example right exactly or I've been I love Jennifer Lawrence she's I've talked about on here like I will go over to the other side for her like absolutely (laughs) (laughs) we finally got to watch Mother which I had heard about forever Mm -hmm. it was so good yeah another one that we I'd heard about for a really long time would have the autopsy of Jane Doe Mm-hmm. So we, I finally got to watch that one, and I had never seen The Crow either, and finally got to watch that one. I was one. so happy that you finally watched The Crow. Yeah. So I'm glad 
we got to do that. And, you know, new paranormal activity came out. That was underwhelming. We got a couple new ones on Patreon that we got introduced to this year, which I was pretty happy with. We had Z. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Behind the Mask. I think the Orphanage was actually on Patreon as well. Yes, it was. And that's become one of my fast favorites. That one was so, so good. And something that gave me a lot of anxiety was The Hitcher. Another one, yeah, that I really loved and is right up my alley was The Eyes of My Mother. Yeah, see, I didn't like that one. It's definitely artsy, though, when Amanda likes artsy. (laughs) I know you didn't. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. But if you like artsy film along with Amanda and you like more of her picks, it's definitely probably right up your alley. It was, I really liked that it was done in black and white. I thought that was an Mm -hmm. awesome choice. Remember when we talked about Aquarium of the Dead? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't as fulfilling as I was hoping it would be. Like, I knew it was going to be a dumb zombie movie, but I thought we were going to see the animals as zombies more, but we really didn't. That was No, they didn't want to spend the money on the CGI. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then we had that awful movie. I literally remember posting this one, and my description of it was, the resort is definitely a movie that just came out (laughs) like that is literally all that I posted about it in the description of the episode because it was just so god awful it was basically a travel film to go to Hawaii for most of it and that's basically all I remember (laughs) once you get to the horror I'm kind of like what happened I don't even remember there was a backpack in a corner I remember one time yeah we also we saw we talked about it already but I saw the devil this year oh my god Oh dude. my god. Dude. Like, yeah. Stunning. I don't even know what to say to that. Just heartbreaking and amazing and mm-hmm. same thing for the whaling. So we got to see a couple Korean films this year and not even just horror. Because of these movies, I'm sitting here going, I need to watch more Korean film because these actors and directors and they're just so amazing and so different from what we see in everyday American films. And TV, honestly. I know that mm-hmm. people are probably fucking tired of hearing about it and I was too until I finally sat down and watched it. Squid Game though. Yeah, I've been meaning so to watch that. Good. I finally did it. I was so fucking tired of hearing about it and seeing all the TikToks and hearing the songs from it. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, fine. And then I couldn't fucking stop. I was like, oh my god this is brilliant and devastating just like all the korean films i've ever seen so mm-hmm. you really do need to watch that i think you would really like it it's i need so good. to i just i i'm more of a movie person i struggle to want to start a series the good thing is though it's only like eight episodes it, it's it's That's not good. like super involved you know they're each like 45 minutes or something so each episode's kind of long but you yeah. they go so fast because they're so in debt like involved and also they do feel kind of horror-ish. It's very much, it's very Saw-esque. Mm-hmm. Very much so. I, I really think that you would enjoy it. So you need to do that because you think you want Korean film, Korean TV hits too. It's very okay. good. Yeah. I definitely want to try it. Yeah, you should. You know, and so like aside from the film, you know, something that we have already spoken about on Patreon that we were just going to kind of talk about a little bit is our happy hours are coming to an end. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you enjoy those, you can head over to Patreon because the only place that you are going to really find those now is on Patreon and they will be a special request only. Mm-hmm. We're just tired of fucking thinking of them, to be perfectly honest <laughs> with you. It takes yeah. a lot of brain power, man. Yeah. And, well, now I'm pregnant, so I can't even do the, the happy hour part of the haunted, yeah. which is part of the creepiness. And yeah. then they, they stop being creepy when you're basically reading from, you know, Wikipedia and stuff, just trying to get the information correct. So eh, kind of takes a lot out of it. Plus, there's so many other podcasts out there that do those things. Like, if you want to hear about serial killers or conspiracy theories, things like that. Yeah. And, like, it was a lot of fun the first year because, like, especially when we were doing, like, possessions and, like, you know, stuff like that. It was really creepy because we were together Mm -hmm. and we were lighting candles and turning the lights off and we were drinking and like, it Mm -hmm. was really creepy. And since COVID and doing everything remote, we're just kind of alone. And for, there were a few this year that were creepy, like, especially Mm -hmm. towards the beginning because we could drink and, you know, things like that. And then it became really difficult to come up with ideas and it just became something that we weren't enjoying as much like that. Those were my favorite things. And you can ask Kristen, like I loved happy hours. I lived for them. And then it just became 
really difficult to not repeat ideas, you mm-hmm. know? And it became more like homework sometimes. Like, oh, right. I got to find this information. I got to do this research. So Right. Yeah. And so we are going to move any potential happy hours over to Patreon and they will be at our patrons' request. So if our patrons have ideas on happy hours, we will do them specifically for our patrons. Obviously, Kristen won't be drinking, but what <laughs> right. it, it might be kind of funny because I will. So you'll have like <laughs> one sober friend and one not sober friend. So, you know, that's something if you're interested, you know, our tiers stand at one in $5 and they are getting a revamp in 2022. And so, you know, if you're really a fan of those, you can head over to Patreon. It really doesn't cost much. And I'm not trying to like, if you don't want to pay, that's totally fine. Like we have plenty of content here. I'm, I'm never going to mm-hmm. beg. That's why the Patreon plugs are always at the end of the episodes. Cause you know, it's fine, but you know, there is, we do want to do a little bit different content for our patrons in 2022 because we've mm-hmm. just been mostly doing movie reviews over there. We're going to shake that up a little bit because you get plenty of movie reviews over here. So exactly. We're going to keep, we do still do like things we find in the dollar bin, which are just weird horror. We're going to keep that, but we're going to do something new for the $5 tier next year. Yeah. And you know, they can still like request movies and things like that mm-hmm. because you know, you can like send us emails and like, you know, if you find things and you like specifically want that we'll consider putting on the list or if we need like some hypes and maybe we missed a movie coming out, we'll consider those. But, you know, really where you're going to get your movie a hundred percent reviewed is over on Patreon, not mm-hmm. on the main podcast because, you know, it's a paywall over there. They're going to get what they want, you know. <laughs> so just throwing that out there. And I did get a camera for Christmas. So there will be some video content over there. That's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Yeah. I have body issues, so I may look mad uncomfortable, but I'm working on it. So be very forgiving. Cause if you're mean, I'll fucking kick you off of Patreon. I don't Mm. give a shit. She's working her butt off and she looks damn fine. So I will punch you in the face. If you got anything to say, like, (laughs) yeah, I have crazy, crazy mad body issues. So you know, but I'm trying to get over it, especially for Patreon, because I just consider them like friend group, you know, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you go over there, if you're not nice, I will boot you because my self-esteem can't handle it. Okay. But I don't really think we have we don't have a problem over on Patreon because that's no. a safe space. Like every time we review a Patreon movie, I'm like, is this for Patreon? And you're like, yeah. and I'm like, oh, thank God. You know, <laughs> I know. I just can kind of be more chill. Yeah. Yeah. Not that we're not on this, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of like it's a much more like loosey goosey. Like I can you know, I, I know mm-hmm. the people that are listening. That's great. <laughs> right. So, but anyways, moving on from Patreon, you know, I, this was a, we both got new houses this year. Mm-hmm. I moved in January and you just moved. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And you're having a baby and you got married this year. Yeah. It's been like the year of Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> new marriage new house new baby that's crazy i know yeah i 2022 is gonna be weird yeah do you have any like i mean do you have any personal goals like i think that people and this is there's nothing really wrong with this but i think people focus so much when you have a baby everything becomes a focus on the kid but do you have any personal goals for yourself outside of baby or anything are you just kind of focused on that or I don't know. I don't really, I don't really think about my own personal goals because I don't think about them as much as goals as just, I just want to have fun with my hobbies and do my thing and be happy. So there you go. That's my goal. Just do my thing and be happy. I mean, that's a good goal. I remember the first year we did a wrap up. It was like, you know, I want to go back to school and get my master's and da da da. And now I'm like, I'm chilling. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You know, I don't. Like you said, it's just like, I'm just trying to maintain and live my life and be happy. Yeah. I'd like to be debt free this next Mm -hmm. year. Like that's a good goal. Maybe I can achieve it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. that's a very good goal. I have to just focus a little bit on some things and, you know, I can't wait to baby shop though. That'll be fun. I can't wait. Tell them your nursery theme. (laughs) This is for nerds out there. So my nursery theme is going to be Avatar The Last Airbender, yes. which makes me really, I don't know. I've been looking on Pinterest and everything because I figure people our age would be like, 
nerding out and you know avatar nurseries would be all the rage right no that nobody does them nobody so i'm really excited to also near it <laughs> yeah this is kind of like literally my unique thing for my baby and i want to do like each of the walls is going to be one of the elements from the show very excited about it like even the air one i got a little stool that looks like a sheep right now but i'm going to paint an arrow on it so it looks like appa and it's going to look like we're flying in the air and I'm very, very excited for the nursery. I cannot wait to help with whatever you need, but like, I just can't wait to put the nursery together if you'll let me help. And I would like everyone's help because I didn't realize how much pregnancy really takes out of you, but oh yeah. my God. Yeah. yeah. You're growing a whole ass life <laughs> a and a whole, whole ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> you're growing someone's whole ass. So yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm in my second trimester now and I definitely feel a lot better but I still feel like I can get like a quarter of what I used to get done in a day done before I'm like, I want to lay on the couch and take a nap. Thank you. I'm going to watch a movie and <laughs> lay on exactly. the couch. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I am turning my foyer of my house into a library slash record you know like a vinyl lp record room mm -hmm. and i want to put in a writer's desk because i really love to write and i haven't been writing and i even when i was a little kid i always saw myself writing a book and i think mm -hmm. i'm gonna try to focus on that this year i think that'll be so cool you better let me read it this time yeah, you can read this one. You can't read the other one. <laughs> I know. Even, even if, you know, I just kind of start throwing ideas together on pages and on whiteboards mm -hmm. and make major rough drafts and outlines, I'd like to get some semblance of an idea together and then hopefully get something rough drafted together by 2023 because – even like I said, even when I was in elementary school, I was, I don't know in, I don't think every state has UIL because that's something you hadn't heard of. But in Texas, we have something called University Interscholastic League and they had every single subject, math, writing, music, like any, any subject you could be good at, robotics, science, it didn't matter. You could literally do regional contests. And I was always in creative writing. So from second grade, Pretty much throughout elementary school and into middle school, I was doing creative writing contests and they would, you'd go into a room with basically a moderator and you wouldn't know your prompt until you sat on that desk and they would give you a prompt and you would write a two page story and then they would place you like first place through sixth place based on your story. And I always did that and I always placed, like I just have always loved writing and being on these competitive writing teams and I just had so many teachers that were always so encouraging, you know, and mm -hmm. trying to get me to do it. And that was, and I journal for my mental health and like, it's just always been very much like an escape. So I'd really like to put a lot of energy into that because I just don't do a lot for myself, mm -hmm. you know, and not that I even really do. I just don't do a lot, period. And I think we all succumb to that, especially when you have like a really demanding job. Mm hmm and obviously we do the podcast, but you know, sometimes it's like, okay, I have to watch all these movies and I have to record this. And mm -hmm. so it's just like, that's, you know, with you for listeners and there's nothing wrong with that because I love it too, but this would just be mine, just my creative project that I spend time with only myself in my own head, in my own on paper. You know what I mean? Like, it's just I'm my so excited own for creative you. outlet. Like I have a couple, like I want to do a nonfiction about secular grief and grieving without God. And because there's a lot of grief self-help books out there, but a lot of them rely on faith. And I would really like to do one that doesn't because that was something that I think I could have used, you know, when I lost my dad. And then mm -hmm. I would really like to do a horror based novel, but I'm not going to talk about that because there are people out there that like <laughs> deal ideas, you know? And plus if you right. put something out there and it doesn't come to pass, it just kind of is embarrassing, but yeah. you know, so I, I think I'm going to try to spend some time with that. And that's kind of why I'm turning my foyer into like this library reading and music room because I'm trying to cultivate a creative space where I can just go and really feel things flow, you know? I'm so excited for you. Like you've told me for years that you wanted like a hobby or something like that. And I think this is going to be great. Yeah. Like I really am going to try to buy myself like a desktop computer because I have this laptop that we record on and I kind of want a 
really big, like 26 inch screen to just write on that is kind of separate from anything else I do. Like my laptop goes around with me and I play games on it and I record and do all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. But I kind of want to set up a writer's desk with this big computer that all I do is write and a big comfy sofa where I read to get inspired. Cause I also like don't read that much anymore. And I used to live for reading when I was a mm -hmm. kid, you know, cause you just get busy. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know. And also I'm so tired of like the corporate, like I'm not, I work in a private practice, but you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. the same mentality of like grind for 40 to 46 hours a week and you don't see your family that much. And if I could for 40 years. Yeah. And if I could even do like one or two books and make royalties on those and make the same amount of money I do now, even if it's not a ton and still maintain, I could stop working, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that would probably be 10 years down the line, but still like I start now and maybe one day I can just live off royalties, you know? So, exactly. You know, little pipe dreams, but for now, just going to keep grinding, doing the work thing and, you know, Helping you take care of a little baby. Yeah, because I'm going to need your help. <laughs> That's fine. I'm ready. Yeah. Like, just because I don't want any kids of my own doesn't mean I don't really enjoy being around kids. I'm going to be like, Amanda, they haven't stopped crying. You got to get over here. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm just terrified of bearing children. So all the better that somebody else does it and I get to hang out with them. Yeah, I'm not exactly psyched about the actual labor part. And even with my pregnancy, it's been really chill. I'm already like, maybe we will be one and done. Like, <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know how people do like eight kids now. I don't get it. Some people love being pregnant, man. Yeah, no. Or some people, once they have the kid, they just forget that they didn't like being pregnant, you know? Yeah. Jessica. Which I'm hoping, you know, that that amnesia will kick in so I can at least get two because I don't want an only child. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally understand. It's nice having a sibling. My brother's here right now and we are having a great time. Exactly. Just hanging out, enjoying each other's company. So, yeah. Well, that's what's in the pipe for us coming up, you know. Hopefully some good horrors coming out. What do we got in the pipe for 2022? You know, you know off the top of your head? Uh, we have a Jordan Peele movie. We have Scream coming out here in a yeah, couple Yeah, I'm so worried about that because that's a January movie. And you know what they say about January I movies. I feel like Scream was like, whatever, people will come see it. We don't even care, though. Yeah. Mm. We got the Black see. Phone coming out. That looks fucking good. I think it's Blumhouse. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. But yeah, we got some... We have some awesome remakes that are coming out, so you guys will have some of those full Monday episodes. We have Salem's Lot and Firestarter. If they'll ever give me a fucking release date, I can put it on the schedule. One of these days. <laughs> yeah. We also, so a lot of people ask us to add things to our schedule later in the year. The schedule's done, y'all. I, I do the schedule in... A Usually. year in advance. <laughs> and like July, it's already getting set up. Yeah. This year, I waited until like November because things got busy. But yeah. That being said, that doesn't mean you can't like send us things. But again, another, I'm not trying to like keep plugging here, but Patreon's where you go for that. Yeah. If you really want yeah. us to get some movies done for you, Patreon. Not that I won't listen to you. And like I send all the requests over to Kristen. It's just the schedule's done. Now, if anything falls off, that's when we start kind of pulling from you know, ideas people have. Yes. That so. being said, though, we are going to try if it works out this year. I don't know because we don't get a lot of feedback from you guys. But if you do have some really scary movies, we are getting to the point where, you know, we're kind of jaded with horror and we don't get creeped out anymore. So we want some nightmares. We want you to make us scream is what our series is called this year. So we, if you have some of those that you want us to do that you think are really fucking scary, send those in and we'll get them done. Yeah. So that is the new, that was kind of going to be the last thing I touched on. Our new series going into 2022. So we have, you know, we did 100 Years of Horror in 2020. In 2021, we did the Foreign Horror Series. In 2022, we are doing Make Us Scream. So like Kristen just said, we have watched so much horror at this point that nothing really scares us that much anymore. Mm -hmm. We go into these things are the scariest movie you'll ever see. Audiences couldn't handle it. Blah, blah, blah. And then we're like, that was it. Yeah, that was, that was lame. <laughs> so we want you. It doesn't matter what language it's in. It doesn't matter how long it is. It doesn't matter how indie it is. Trust me, we can fucking find it. We're good at that. 
send it in. DM us on any of our social medias. Email us, theextrasisters at gmail.com. Like, find us and send us your scariest. And it doesn't matter what kind of scary. Scary is subjective, right? Mm -hmm. It can be psychological. It can just be jump scares. Like, it does not matter. And let us judge you on if we think this is scary or not because we want to get scared this year and depending on how much feedback we get this series maybe once a month this series maybe once every other like it just kind of depends on how Mm -hmm. much we get sent in yeah we're gonna try to record our first one next week so if you got them send them in quick please yeah so it just kind of depends on how many movies we get sent in on how often this series comes out so and we will do it properly too i will turn down all the lights i will watch it on my projector i won't do it like in the middle of the day and distracted i will give you a proper viewing okay so (laughs) send them in you know all of our social medias are the extra sisters podcast twitter is at the extra sisters email the extra sisters at gmail.com any of those will work I look at them and I send them over to Kristen. I make sure she sees them. So, and then she will keep them on. We have a flowing Google doc that we keep everything on between the two of us that we can constantly edit. So let us know that is our new series this year. So with that being said, happy new year's Eve. Please have a very safe New Year's and happy 2022. We hope that you had a good 2021. And if you didn't, here's all the hope and wish that 2022 is better for all of us moving forward. And we really appreciate you being here as always. Yes. Thank you guys so much for everything. Another year down. Let's go into 2022. Till next time. Stay creepy.